Today I want to talk about the consciousness of God. Under it, right, walking in the supernatural. When a person gives their life to Christ, they come into what is called the Lordship commitment. The scripture says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So I believe, I confess, what happens to me? I am saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So when I want to be in right standing with God, I must first believe. This is how we operate in the supernatural. When I want to be in right standing with God, right standing with God comes from belief. Belief is what stirs our faith. So when I want to be in right standing with God, I must first. I don't know if you are ready. Lay your hand on and say, Heavenly Father, open the eyes of my understanding. Let this truth come to me. Let me understand it. In Jesus' name, amen. The Lordship commitment means that when you confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior, what you are saying is that I forfeit the right to do what I want to do now. But I want to do what I have been instructed by God. What does it mean, Mama? The day you got married, you know the vows you say, I will go where you go. I will say what you say. And learn to submit you always as partners together of God's rich inheritance in Christ Jesus. Then you say, with these vows, I now promise to be one with you in this holy covenant of love. Once you say these wedding vows, you put the ring on the hand. From that day, you cannot go and sleep in another man's house. Now, the youngsters of today, they put on the ring, but they think they can eat their cake and have it. Oh, my guy friends are going somewhere, so he goes. My girlfriends are going somewhere, so she goes. You have come into a lordship commitment by covenant. And the ring is just a symbol. It is not so. When you throw away this ring and say that the ring it itches you, so you won't wear it. Look at mine. I see. It doesn't change anything. This is symbolic representation of a spiritual vow you have made. From that, the man now takes spiritual responsibility over your soul. That's why the men who don't go to church or the ladies who marry men who are not Christians, I pity you. Because the man now takes spiritual responsibility based on scripture. The Bible says that the husband, Christ is the head of the husband and the husband is the head of the wife look at look at it so as christ receives from god almighty he dumps it on the man's head from the man he dumps it on the wife's head that's why the bible says it is a sin for a woman to come before god without first covering his head so when you come to the place of prayer you must pray for your husband because excuse my language men can be stupid there's too many temptations that comes to the man. There's too many openings. There are people with all kinds of demonic forces doing everything to disintegrate what God has put together. And so in the place of prayer, the Bible says to the woman that you miss the mark. You sin means to miss the mark. He said you miss the mark when you don't cover your husband in prayer. So 
Lady Irene is there. He said, I'm a man of God. She didn't pray for me. Others see me as meat. Not everybody sees me as a man of God. Some people see me and are, mm, look at their wife. She doesn't deserve me. I've heard it before where somebody saw a guy who was going to marry a girl. And the girl got so pissed and said, look at this girl that this guy is going to marry. He doesn't deserve ah, This fine boy is going to marry this concert girl. I am the one that the boy deserves. This one is even in church. Too. So the one that is not in the church, sir, how is it? In other words, when you become saved, you need to deliberately engage in the supernatural for uncommon results. The day you got saved, you come into the Lordship of Christ. No more are you in the world. You've been translated from the kingdom of darkness into his marvelous light. No more does the devil have control over you. But you must understand that you also have not yet gained territorial control over the affairs of your life. So you engage in prayer. You see, according to scriptures, every child of God has been redeemed as a sign and a wonder to his world. Give me Mark chapter 16, verse number 20. In Mark chapter 16, verse 20, the Bible says that Jesus said to the disciples that go into the world and preach the gospel. The Bible says, and they went forth. So the day you got saved, you became an ambassador of God to go forth so that by the preaching of the gospel, by the speaking forth of what God has done for us on the finished cross, on the, by the finished works of Christ on the cross of Calvary, God will confirm the words of your mouth with signs and wonders following. What do I mean? What I mean is that when you go into spaces, you let the people know that you are a speaking spirit. You carry the presence of God. You are not an ordinary man. You have been bought with a price. You have been redeemed. You are, you are no more under bondages and, 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 and demonic holds. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. The old things have passed away. So people talk about sickness and say, well, you can talk about sickness. I am not. I am not against medication. Sir, are you listening to what I'm saying? But when people put a verdict on you and say, as for you, your family, this is the problem that killed your grandfather and be careful, it will kill you. As a new creation, except you begin to speak forth. That that which Christ has redeemed us from. What befell everybody will be for you. But when you confess that word, the Bible says, God confirming the word they spoke with signs following them. So I'm not a normal person. This week I've been charged. I want to sit with my wife's um, assistant in her office to have a conversation with her. I don't even know what started the conversation. But I told her that I just want to be a normal person. Whilst I'm sitting and the moment I said I want to be a normal person, I didn't see an angel, but I felt the presence of an angel move by my side. The bros, you cannot be normal. There is no normal person who is a Christian. The Bible says the angels of the Lord encamp around the righteous. It didn't say pastors. Who. What it means is, mama, you that you are sitting there now, there's one angel on your left, there's one angel at your back, there's one angel in front of you, there's one angel between you and, and, and papa. What it is is there are about four angels encamping around you. You and papa combine, the angels will be more. So you that you are there, you are not even normal. How come you want to live a normal life? When they are, is it everybody that angels encamp around? The angels of God, ah, they encamp around. Ah. He, the Bible says, who shall come to birth and shall not deliver? He said, have you heard of this before? In other words, God is saying, 
I've sent my angels. When it is time for you to deliver, when you go there, you just raise one leg. The baby will come. So when you are pregnant, you speak to the baby's eyes to be formed, their ears to be formed, their lungs, their nose. It, it dare not go anywhere. Can I tell you something? When my wife was pregnant, there are things I like on my body I don't like on my wife's body. There are things my wife likes on her body she doesn't like on my body. So we look at the best of us. So I said, my Chinese eye, Berima will never have. So I said, Berima, receive your mother's eyes. Oh, ask my wife, she will tell you. We pray, we pray though. I said, you will be tall. I said, you'll be as intelligent as your mother, but you will carry my anointing. Oh, Dabi. No, I'm a doctor. I'm a chemist. I said, I'm a problem. I'm a problem. I'm a problem. But the time the boy came, the exact things we asked God for, my son picked. I said, this is my year. You won't get it. Get your mother's ear. They are very nice. And my son got it. Because to operate in the supernatural, words is the tool for trade. The Bible says, for it is written, therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel, meaning God with us. John chapter 3 verse number 8. So God is telling you and I, Lady Irene, that God is with you. He means that even when you are afraid, even in your darkest hour, you are not alone. God is there. What? How is God there? The angels of the Lord encamp around the righteous. You say, ah, but I don't feel it. Everybody, do you have a phone? Show me your phone. If it's in your bag, it's okay. Please, how many of you see infrared in the atmosphere? Do you see it? Do you see the electromagnetic waves in the atmosphere? Do you see it? But when you pick your phone, can't you call somebody in Azerbaijan, in Eritrea, in Gabon, in Mozambique? What is it? Because the things are in the atmosphere. In that same way, sir, the angels of the Lord are around every believer. So wherever you go, you are a carrier of the presence of God. That's why the angels are with you. You are a carrier of what? The presence of God. A consciousness of this presence is what brings you into the realms of the supernatural. So Paul said in Ephesians, ever since I heard of your faith, I have never ceased to pray for you night and day. Put it there, Ephesians chapter 2. That the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. That you may know what has been freely given to you. He said the hope of your calling. He, you see, he says the eyes of your understanding must be enlightened though. Child of God, your eyes must be enlightened. You must, you must know the hope of your calling. The word. He said, God must open you and you must understand. I am not an ordinary person. I am a supernatural being having an earthly expression. Do you know the Bible says, he daily loads us with his benefit. One day I was in a restaurant with a pastor friend of mine who were eating. He says to me, when I have money, I don't give him. He said, I give to people, he, I don't give him. I don't give him any substantial money. It's not like I don't give him money. I don't give him any substantial money. I said to him, sir, I've taught you everything I know. Why are you not getting it? When I, what I taught you, you bought a car for yourself. I said, you bought a car for your mother. I've not bought a car for my mother. You bought a car for yourself. You are driving a Benz. I'm walking. The difference between you and I is based on the law of priority. My priority is to first have a place I can lay my head before I think of what to drive. Because transportation, it is two words. Trans, which is movement, and portation. 
That means to move from one port to the other. And anytime there's a movement from one port to the other, price must be paid. I said, see, there's different ways of transportation. I have found the least one to pay. I said, I've thought through it. I've gotten my results. I will pay for a normal taxi. You have bought a car. I'm building a house. By the time I finish building my house, then I will think about the transportation that commensurate with the kind of house I'm building. I said, now I don't know what I will become. And so I cannot choose a car that does not fit my new level. But until God brings me to that level, you eat your harvest at the time of sowing. It's an advice. Because the Bible says that a man that wanders out of the way of understanding shall dwell in the congregation of the dead. So there are many of us, we are not experiencing the supernatural because we are dwelling in the congregation of the dead. And no matter we are alive, the whole room is quiet now. Sir, why are you struggling? Every man, what we eat is a problem. I, I've never thought about it. It has never been a problem. In fact, I've stopped thinking about it since I turned 23. I rented my first place at the age of 23. Within four months, I filled the place. I moved from that place at the age of 27 into West Legon. Within four months, I filled the place. I moved from there and came to stay in Sakumono. Within four months, three-bedroom house, I filled everywhere. I had flat screen TV in my hall. I had flat screen TV in my bedroom. I had a 34-inch or 36, one of them, in my guest room. Four months. Every four months, I feel everywhere I go. I came to this place. Within four months, we have carpeted this place. Air condition was running. Everything was running. All I need is how many months? For There is something that I know that you don't know. And what I know is what I'm trying to teach somebody in this place. That you enter into spaces and you speak forth what you would get in the place. That is how we operate in the supernatural. You enter into empty spaces and you don't complain about the empty space. You speak forth what you want to see. One of my daughter's son was, was worried and, and was not doing well in school and something, something. Things were not working for the boy. But I've taught my daughter what to do. I said, whenever you come into that place, pray and ask God, God, what is the key that unlocks the supernatural for me? So she went to pray. God said, carry an offering and bring to your man of God. So she brought me dollars. Brought me what? She brought me dollars. I didn't tell her to bring me dollars. She brought me dollars. Why? Because I sold dollars for you people. I've never received the end because I've never sold the end. Pounds I've sold. Euros I've sold. You see, please write this down. Our human life is exchanged for eternal life at salvation. See, you see, the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. John chapter 3 verse number 16. Please put on the screen Romans 6, verse 23. Romans 6, 23. Say, for the wages of sin is there, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. So the day I gave my life to Christ, God gave me a gift called eternal life. Eesh. Eesh. Let me explain it. What it means is the eternal life of God entered into me. So that when I enter into spaces, things that are dead must receive life. I am a career. I'm an embodiment of eternal life. Oh, what you are saying? It means that I am a walking life. I am a career of a life-giving force of God. So when things are dead and I enter there, ah, I must speak for the life. The life is in me. When I speak it, the scripture says, out of our belly shall flow rivers of living waters. So when I speak, 
out of my belly, life will begin to flow. Rivers of living water begin to enter into situations, enter into things, into lies. That is how I operate in the supernatural. You must operate by speaking. That's why all I need is for us. Sir, you cannot be in this church and by the end of this year, your life is the same way you came to this church. I will sack you. You are wasting my time. You carry. Did you understand what I said? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten. That whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. How do we, How is it that I don't come into a realm of perishing? Because now you have the life of God in you. So you cannot perish. Because you speak for life. Into situations that could have ended your life. So others may be perishing but you carry life. He said for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. Ephesians chapter 2 verse number 8. He says, for by grace are ye saved through faith. So when I release my belief in God, which is called faith. When I release my belief, when I believe in God. And I confess Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. I have exercised my faith. And the Bible says, through that faith that I have exercised. <laughs> he says that, for by grace are ye saved through faith. That not of yourselves. It is the gift of of God. And he's telling us that the gift of God here is eternal life. So the gift God gives you is eternal life. And the gift of eternal life means wherever you go, no matter how much life the thing needs before it's resuscitated and come back to life, you carry that eternal life. That is why when you come into my life, I tell you that now that you are in my life, things will start working for you. You know, I keep saying that thing. It is because I am an embodiment of life. When people come around me, life comes. I, I was telling you, I was, speaking to, I was speaking to this girl. The girl said to me, she says, every time you enter, he says, most of the time when you enter, you, you, you come here differently. I said, what do you mean? He says, there are times when you enter into the place. We know that you didn't come alone. My wife, her sister is telling me that. I said, he says, I don't know how to say it, but you are not normal. Because you've been, there have been times you've entered here. And you don't talk to anybody. You enter, and maybe you go and take something from Dr. Irene, and you leave. He says, and there have been people who are here, and they watch you. And they ask, who is the guy who just entered? Sir, the honest truth is you and I, we carry the same thing, but you are not conscious of what you carry. I am. My wife and I, we went to a dentist. Went to a dentist. I just sat down. I just sat down, sir. Whilst I am sitting, I was talking to some young girls. We were talking about just their school. A man said, Osafo. I said, sir, why? He said, what do you do? I said, no, I don't know why you are calling me Osafo. He said, you are, what do you do? I said, no, he said, because, because you can't hide it. I said, is this so obvious? He said, because there's something about you. When you open your mouth to talk, we know that you are not normal. Sir, the life of God is finding expression in me. It's the same thing you carry. There is life in you. It is the hope of glory. Now that I've received Christ, God placed it in me to as a symbol that glory is on my life. Because David said, who is man? He said, what is man that you are so mindful of? The son of man that you so care about. He said, you have made him a little lower than angels. And you have crowned him with glory and honor. What did I say? What it means is every child of God on 
on your head is glory because Christ in you the hope of glory. What it means is ah, oh you can put your hands together. What it means is wherever you go sister you are a carrier of glory. A man for whom you are so mububi. When they come and asani ame bubu. Jake amba febo yakayaka. Jake yakakbo mojibu. Come and abo abana ke buleyoye. They will know that you are a career of glory. Sir, I refuse to be normal. I am a career of the presence of God. A consciousness of it is what activates supernatural happenings in my life. I have a relationship with Pastor J. He'll be turning 78 in October. I know because I'm in relationship with him. Now I'm thinking, what can I do for a man that I honor and love? Because it's a career of honor, I've started having conversations. What must I do for a man I... Because he's in this church. Because you are in Christ Jesus, God has crowned you with glory and with honor. So whenever you are going somewhere, expect Abba. You see, the supernatural is activated by expectation. So whatever eternal life cannot tolerate, it is not permitted to happen in your life. Till whatever eternal life will not tolerate, it is not permitted sir, to happen in your life. One of my pastor friends went to heaven. When I went to heaven, I was being ordained in heaven. So they were pouring oil and declaring the blessing of Deuteronomy 28 on my life. I didn't walk in the street of heaven. I've seen the city. My friend went to heaven and he was walking with Jesus. He says that in heaven, the grass there, when you step on it, it doesn't die. It rises up again. Because death is not there. I don't know, but this was in the early stages of my Christian life. That thing has stuck in my head. Because, you see, things die when there's no more life in it. And in heaven, there is nothing like death. That's why there can be no weeping. But you on this earth, you are a carrier of life. I don't know what again to say. Sir, you, you, you cannot struggle. You cannot struggle. Were we not in this church? When a man was praying with us in this church, and he had financial stress, something was stressing, and God flew somebody from America to bring him $5,000. Huh? Has he worked into the person's pocket? But the life-giving force of God caused somebody to come from America, move the heart of the person that when they spoke, he said, how much is the money? $5,000. Take. That's why I'm enjoying it, sir. Because the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. So the consciousness of God causes me to expect. This week, I called one of my daughters. I'd be, I'd be missing her very bad. So for three days, I struck and I said, Papa, let me just call. I picked my phone and I called her. I called her I said, unfortunately, I'm missing you. Then she started laughing. I said, unfortunately, I'm, I'm missing you. Is it a good English? No, I have a friend. That's why. Or feel me, or feel me. I said, unfortunately, my feel. Just so you know who you feel. The moment I called my daughter, do you know what my daughter said? This is my testimony. I said, what he said, I just finished two days fasting. I believe my God has moved you to call me. Mm-hmm. So what I said, I thought I was doing a call, but her prayer had moved me and it has compelled me to make a call. The 
supernatural operate when you engage with God and you expect God to move. The supernatural happens when you engage God and you expect God to move. You cannot be a Christian who doesn't engage God. And age is not important. Your financial status is not important. You must engage God and expect God to move. See, I don't make decisions because of what is in my pocket. A cattle on a thousand hills belong to my father. Why am I worrying my head? How many of you will give your children 10,000 when you don't know what they will use the 10,000 for? You are there crying for 10,000. When I ask you what do you need the money for, you don't know. God, I want to marry. You don't even know where you want to stay. Which man you want to marry? What kind of marriage you want to have? What kind of enjoyment you want to have? You are just there. Say, I want to marry. Somebody who went somewhere and they asked him, what do you want to drink, sir? Says, give me anything. If they bring you aperitif, is it not? Is it, if they bring you acid, is it not anything? You know, Papa, I have different perfumes I put on myself based on where I'm going or how I want to smell. Can I, can I honestly tell you something? None of the perfumes I have did I buy. And none of them is cheap. Because me, I told myself very early age that I don't want to lale perfume. But I've come to know that when you feel this is a realm I belong to, you don't pay for it. Your faith brings you... Didn't you read the Bible where Jesus said, Woman, thy faith has made thee whole. Ha! Jesus, put that scripture there. He says, Woman, thy faith... The woman with the issue of blood. He says, Woman, thy faith has made thee whole. When you read the Bible, so many things come into your head. Woman, thy faith has made you... He means that if you want to be whole in life, your faith, your die, your personal faith is what makes you whole. When Ebo came to church, he was going to sit here. I said, come and sit here. I've promoted you. From this day, you sit behind me. Once I've spoken, it has become a law. Hello? But if every day he comes and he decides not to sit there, his faith has still put him in bondage. You see, so when I get saved... Write this down. My natural life is exchanged for the supernatural. When I get saved, what happens? My natural life is exchanged for the... Mama, do you know that you can let your children go to school without you paying one peso? To translate things from the supernatural to the natural, there are a number of things you go through. So number one is prevailing prayer. Why? Because there are forces that doesn't want us to advance. And we must overcome those forces and move those obstacles so that the supernatural becomes a reality in our life. So we have prevailing prayer. Someone say prevailing prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So there are things you must bind. Sometimes you must bind the spirit of unbelief. Because whilst you are pursuing your dreams, your vision, mama, you see that there will be days where you feel like giving up. That is why you pray. You pray to bind that spirit of unbelief that says that it's not possible. Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4. He says, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So he's saying, there is a spirit that has blinded us. Blinded people from doing what they must do for you. Because when they see you, but they don't see you. Haven't you heard of this before? Where single ladies, you meet a married man and say, Ah, if I had met you earlier. And you say, Ah, now I saw them for many, many years. What happened? The God of this world blinded their eyes so that that supernatural occurrence, what you are believing God, didn't happen. So you prevail in prayer. You bind every blindfolding weapon that has been deployed against your life, against the city that people don't succeed, people don't break through. You bind it 
In prayer, we break the hand of the enemy. In prayer, we bind the spirit of blindness. We break limitations. That's what we do. If you want to move things from the supernatural to the natural, that's what you do. Look at it. Isaiah 25 verse 7. Oh, please. Can you allow me to just teach you this thing? Will you allow me to teach this thing? Should I teach you? Or I should close. Isaiah 25 verse 7. And he would destroy in this mountain the face of the covering cast over all people. Harin. And the veil that is spread over all nations. So God is saying, when you pray, there is a face of covering so that people don't succeed. Do you know that rich people live in similar locations? There's a reason why they intentionally increase the price of the land in there. Because they don't want you, they want to control access. So prices there are high. Even Milo, that you can buy for 27 cities. Now, I don't know how much they sell me. I, I don't remember the last time I bought provision. My wife buys everything in my house. Put your hands together for my wife. She takes care of me. Well, I don't know. Milk, I don't know. They control the access so that Milo that is sold for maybe 20 cities or 23 cities or something. I don't know. There! It's for Tegana. Then you say, hmm. So it drives you away from the community. But when you are there, your worldview controls your income. Because listen to me. Your mind, your worldview controls your revenue. If you don't know, I'm telling you. How you see life influences how much you charge. How much you charge influences what comes into your pocket. And it's how you see life. Hear him? Yes. Listen to me. When you go to a normal photo studio and you go and take a picture, how much do you take 50 CDs or 30 CDs or something? I don't know. Portrait picture? Yeah. Mm? It's 50 or, let's say, let's say 70 Ghana. I, I don't know. When I, me, my name is Daniel Yawentri. When you invite me to come and take picture for you, you will not pay less than 3000 because it is me. Same picture. But the camera I'll bring. The equipment I'll bring. When you see it, you'll be shy to give me a hand. So when I wanted to start photography, you remember what I did? For 270 hours, I sat down to learn. I learned from the best world-class photographers. I learned which camera equipments. The camera equipment they, they use are very expensive. I saved money and bought them before I started. My camera is very long. I bought it for $2,650 plus taxes. By the time I pulled my camera out, so many cameramen were charging 1000 My first time I shot a wedding, I charged 1007 The second time I shot a wedding, I charged 2008 The third wedding I shot, I charged 3005 By the fifth wedding, I was charging 5000 The difference between me and everybody is my worldview influences my revenue. Because the way I see images is different from the way they see images and because i see differently from them i charge differently from them until such time where i stop doing that photography work because now i want to do something else and if i tell you now listen to me you see our brother isaac bazaar has bazaar lube at comte 18 junction he changes 
car, oil, filters, and everything. I can open the same Lube on the same spring test road. If he charges 100, I'll check everybody in the community and what they charge. You know what I'll do? First thing I'll do, I'll paint the whole place. Then I'll put a coffee making machine there. Then I'll put, well, good chairs there. Then I'll put air conditioning in one room. Sir. Then my people will be in proper branded suit. Then I have a washing bay there. The washing bay is not for a community. It's for only those who come to the Lube to change their things. Every price everybody charges there, I will charge twice or more than that. Do you know what will happen? All the rich people in the community will come to me. You know why? Because they will think whatever I am putting into the machine is better than other ones. And the air condition alone puts them in a certain status. Worldview. Do you still want me to say something more? The way you carry yourself influences how people give you. The supernatural. Mama, this is how the supernatural is a very it's a world I live in. I live in that world. I live in that world. I live in that world. And I've been living in that world and, and, and I can't be without money for more than three days. And I've been saying it because it's based on scripture. He daily loads us with his benefits. The selfless love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies shall never come to an end. They are new every morning for great is his faithfulness. Every day I pray for three things. Number one is the mercy of God. Number two, I pray that God will provide for me. Number three, I tell God, don't lose my relationship with you. Because as long as I'm his child, he must give me my chop money. Irene, I love you. Hallelujah. Amen. Once you pray, once the prayer has been activated, the next thing that happens is inspiration is dead. The moment you start praying, inspiration is activated. It's dead in you. God begins to drop thoughts. You see? Whilst you are praying, whilst you are worshiping, whilst you are fellowshipping with God, God begins to stir up. That word that you receive, it could be a scripture, it could be a song. It could be, God sets up the inspiration. Once the inspiration is stirred, God will now tell you what to do. We call it the Rima word. When the Rima word is released, you must now come into the place called confessions or declaration. Are you getting me? You're coming to what? Confessions or what I call declarations. So you speak forth. Because now your spirit man is, is stirred up within you. You have scriptures to back what you're doing. You have been inspired to do or to do something. Are, are you getting me? That word must cause you to begin to speak forth what God is saying. Not the temporal condition. So you don't come to church and when you have received a word from God... You, 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 you go back and you are saying what problem you have. Listen to me. That is why I'm telling you to come to church early. Because when you come, whilst you are worshipping, you are preparing your spirit to receive something from God for your life. 
And worship is the easiest way you receive. That's why I will encourage you that going forward, all of us run to church. Do what? Because in this place, you receive. One day my wife came to me and said, why is it that when we are worshiping, you are upstairs? I said, because sometimes your people, they share the song. And when they share, I, I, I go off. I want to receive something and I am in a certain mood emotionally. But I've come to know that I have to prepare my spirit from the house so that I'll come here. Whether they share the song or not, I'm already in a spiritual atmosphere. And it's not the sharing of the song. It is the presence in the atmosphere that makes the difference. Am I communicating at all? So going forward, we are all in the church. When praises is going on, you are praising God, you see, because when his praises go up, his glory comes down. When the glory comes down, God will speak. So when you come to church, you are hungry because God can speak to you through the song. So God package your message from a song. But you missed the song, so you came to church and went back home and did not receive anything. No. What you were supposed to receive was a scripture that the intercessor would quote. Or it was a song that they would sing. Or it was a praise. That is how God will speak to you. So, so if you want to operate in the supernatural, you must understand that God can speak to you at any time within the spiritual atmosphere that have been created and in that corporate environment when god speaks you begin to declare it begin to and once you have declared what then do you do you say man of god i've been declaring the moment you finish declaring you come into action you come into what action is what we call w-o-r-k work you do all you work. Once you have declared, you go into action. You come into your concentrated force. You concentrate all your energies on what you are doing. How many of you have seen me, especially in December? I'm not anybody's friend. I'm very focused. I'm everywhere. Because, remember the first time we, we, we did the 31st? We didn't have the money. We were very few people. And I said, what we're going to do. We had to pay 136000 The money in our church account, Julie, let me confess. Can I confess? In October, we had 20000 in our church account. When I finished paying for the location, we were left with 20000 Then the church member was in need, so the church member came and said, Oh, Papa, I have this problem. Can you borrow me 10000 So I gave the church member 10000 How much was I left? November, December, we are doing 31st. Your budget is 136,000. How much do I have? But God had given me an instruction. So I began to pray. God, what do I do? Then the Lord said, put the things into very urgent, urgent, important. So I structured everything. This is urgent. So I, I gave deposit for sound. I gave deposit, for, that's how. And when I went into work, 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 31st came and the program was a success. The following year, I did the same thing. The third year, I did the same thing. The reason is because I've discovered a key. The key is once God has spoken and I've been inspired by it and I've received ideas, inspired ideas, I've received, I begin to declare it. Once I've declared the thing, I concentrate my effort into action. 
That is not where you sleep. A lot of Christians pray, 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 and go and sleep. It's like Noah's wedding. The wife gave her cloth to somebody to sew. The wedding gown. The lady left the cloth one month before the wedding and went to Apshia Mountains to go and pray. Mm. And came the week of the wedding. <clears throat> they came for counseling and they told me that night they were going to stay with the lady, but they didn't go. <laughs> they went there for Lindy. <laughs> when they went, she was sewing the funeral cloth. on fire for God but her priorities are displaced so after you are prayed put in the work take action so they have to go and look for a new wedding gown and buy put in a lot of Christians pray and pray and pray but no action we don't put in the work. We make declarations. Hey, this year there, my God, me resource. No action. And they wonder why. Put in a good work ethic. Have the right mindset towards work. It's my wife. Sometimes we fight in the house. Not as in fight, fight. But you can see that this, this damn cell is tired. She's been telling me she's tired, tired, tired. I want her to stay home. Hmm? She stay home. No, I'm going to work. No, no, please, you just stay home. He said, I, I have prayed that God should grow the business. People are coming. You are telling me that I'm tired, so I should stay home. When I go to the church and there's nobody there, I'll go and sleep upstairs or sleep on the carpet. I'll be fine. Hmm? Don't worry. I'll be fine. But she has understood the principle of action. You're a student. Learn. Do what? Do what? Kobe Bryant or something. His work ethics are. Cristiano Ronaldo's work ethic is not a joke. He doesn't eat just anything. Sir. I hear he doesn't drink coke. Soft drink? No. Water. The food he eats, he doesn't do club. He doesn't smoke. When they win a game, sir, when they win a game and everybody's enjoying, he goes to sleep. He doesn't miss his sleeping time. He goes to sleep because he must wake up and train for maybe two or three hours before the training time of the, his entire team. And when they finish the training, he goes back to train more. He has employed trainers to train him beyond the normal people. No matter how successful he is, he maintains the basic you the moment small money starts coming and we take it into marriage we take it into everything and when your pastor is talking you get offended you what is following you is not a demon it is yourself if you want the supernatural prayer expectation words that you speak take action Wherever you are, close your eyes and pray. Close your eyes and pray. Close your eyes and pray. Spirit of the living God.
you have come into realms of supernatural happenings. From this church, breakthroughs will break out. From this church, blessings will be released. From this church, increase will come. From this church, supernatural happenings will manifest. This is the year to amplify supernatural things. This year, we will break through. We will prosper. It shall be well with us.